0: You're listening to the All Sport Breakfast podcast with Darcy Waltergrave from News Talk ZB. Live now to Argentina, and in exactly 24 hours' time, we'll be awaiting the opening whistle of the All Blacks' first hit-out of World Cup year. Of course, they begin 2023 with the tough ask of meeting the Pumas in Mendoza. Argentina have beaten the All Blacks twice in the last three years, never over there in Argentina, though. Our lead rugby commentator, Elliot Smith, is on the ground there. He is with us now, 24 hours out from you saying the game's underway. Elliot, how's the, the feeling over there? Have you spoken to the All Blacks camp today at all?
1: Yes, just got back, actually. Coops, uh, from speaking to uh, All Blacks captain Sam Kane, uh, just completed their captain's run. Incidentally, they didn't go to the stadium venue um, which is uh, the Sid Stadium, obviously, here in Mendoza, uh, Estadios uh, Malvinas, Argentinas. Uh, they decided against going there uh, and instead decided to um, have their captains run at the venue they've been training at all week, all week which is the Marista Rugby Club, a uh, wee bit uh, more private, a wee bit of, more of a sanctuary. Uh, they've been training there throughout the week. So they went through their captains' uh, run duties there, and uh, Sam Kane speaking uh, to us after. All seems fairly settled from an All Blacks perspective um, heading into uh, tomorrow morning's game, uh, get the sense that, like everyone else, he just can't wait to get the season underway. Uh, obviously, World Cup are waiting in a few months' time, but they've got a pretty tricky task, uh, first and foremost against Argentina, and their eyes very much focused on uh, the, the challenges that Argentina will present tomorrow morning and how they might be able to uh, you know, battle the All Blacks. As, they, as you mentioned, they've done so, so well over the last uh, few years, uh, getting that first win in 2020 in in Parramatta and then getting uh, another win last year in Christchurch, Uh, no doubt that they, uh, the All Blacks, are on guard for what Argentina might bring on home soil.
0: Yeah, and obviously it comes at a time when there are obviously, you know, once this game is over, there's six days until the, the big Springboks clash at Mount Smart Stadium in Auckland. So has the likes of the Damian McKenzie selection been a pure reward for him and, and Ian Foster believing he is the the informed 10 from Super Rugby or saving Richie Moonga for next weekend?
1: Yeah, I think the more I've thought about it and the more I've, I've looked into the team and, and the way that they've you know, um, selected it, I think definitely the latter that um, they've given Damian McKenzie a crack at 10 because it may well come up, you know, we think back to 2011 and how many first fives the All Blacks uh, needed to use then. Um, so they need to have time in the saddle for someone like Damian McKenzie. Uh, and this presents like an, an obvious time for it to do it. Richie Wongett has been anointed their first-choice playmaker. He will, I'm sure, start next week against the Springboks and start uh, the big games as they build into the World Cup. But giving Damian McKenzie time in the saddle is is a smart idea. Um, He's played 10 for the All Blacks before, but what we saw, I thought, during the Chiefs campaign was a very assured performance from Damian McKenzie. Seems more at home running a team than we've seen in the past. He wasn't trying to make something happen on every play. He was more comfortable to allow... Uh, things to breathe out on the park and use his kicking game as required and get his team into the right areas of the park than what we have seen previously. So I think absolutely worthy of uh, the start tomorrow morning, but there is obviously that big test against South Africa and keeping players fresh, um, albeit with time in their legs as well. I think you'll see Richie Mwanga come back and, and get 20 minutes or so at the end of the game, maybe 25, and we might see perhaps uh, Damian McKenzie drop back to fullback as well. So uh, it be interesting to see how that combination goes uh, this weekend, uh, whether they um, you know, do indeed see Damian McKenzie as a 15 as well um, yeah, this weekend, give them some time there, or whether it's Bowdoin Barrett that sees out the game in the 15 jersey course, all going to plan as well. And then you look at the other changes as well, You know, Brodie Retallick uh, not playing this weekend, Samu Soni Takeoho out of the 23 uh, as well. Those players will be primed and ready to go. Fresh leagues as they play South Africa next weekend, with the, the Springboks sending over a dozen players early, the All Blacks need to try and meet that with some uh, fresh legs of their own.
0: Yeah, the biggest weakness in the All Blacks, would it be be the second row? You've, you've got, obviously, with the likes of Brodie Retallick and Sam Whitelock out, Josh Lord in there at number five. Shannon Frizzell, yeah, experience, but but obviously struggling for consistency a lot through his All Blacks career. Is, is that the biggest weakness in this team, do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it is, Coops. So, look, uh, I think Josh Lord, we, we know how good he can be. Um, problem is he hasn't been able to get out on the field too much through no fault of his own, really, uh, over the last couple of years. Injuries, concussion, et cetera, et cetera, have uh, meant he's been uh, off the park uh, more often than not and, you know, he debuted all the way back in, in 2020 and only adding to uh, – sorry, 2021 and only adding to uh, his third uh, three tests tomorrow night. So, uh, big opportunity for, for Josh Lord. There's going to be a bit of a squeeze when it comes to the locks for the World Cup later in the year. Patrick Toipalotu uh, to come back in as well. It's a matter of how many you know, locks they take to the World Cup. So he'll want to put his best foot forward and a big opportunity uh, for Josh Lord to, to show what he can do in, in his biggest test uh, to date. And yet, Shannon Frazel, I think the All Blacks, you know, still haven't sold... That blindside mystery, Frizzell's had plenty of tests under his belt in the last couple of seasons. Semapini Finau has gained ground on him. Obviously not enough ground to start this week, but maybe we might see him against the Springboks next week. But uh, it feels like Shannon Frizzell needs a big test as well. Luke Jacobson's waiting in the wings uh, behind him too. So uh, I think a wee bit of pressure, especially on, as you say, the, the numbers five and six that are run out uh, tomorrow night.
0: All right. And before you go, Elliot, what's your pick?
1: Look, I think the All Blacks are, are, will win. I think it'll be a really, really tough test. Uh, Argentina um, and the All Blacks, to be fair, both haven't had the preparations they would like. Uh, I spoke to Michael Checker the other day, and, and he said, you know, we've got all the um, you know, Southern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere travel issues to deal with. Um, that event, making a camp and, and getting players in, tricky. Um, Ian Foster would probably say a similar thing, to be honest, but they can't get players together quickly enough because the Super Rugby season runs so long. So uh, I, I think the All Blacks will win, but you know, Argentina in 1st home test against the All Blacks in four years, it's going to be really, really tough. Good news, it'll be a dry deck. It hasn't rained a single drop this week in Mendoza, not expected to tomorrow. Perfect conditions, albeit a wee bit chilly maybe for kickoff at uh, 10 past four local time and uh, 10 past seven tomorrow morning.
0: For more from the All Sport Breakfast with Darcy Waltergrave, listen live to Newstalk ZB on Saturday mornings or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.